Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast comes in association with Nutmeg, the Scottish football periodical. The subscription-only quarterly publication is filled with top-quality writers, great articles and fascinating stories about the beautiful game in Scotland. Get your subscription at www.nutmegmagazine.co.uk This evening, Duncan Mackay, and we're doing a bumper mailbag edition. And I've been joined by. I've got some own name. Yeah, I'm, I'm mixing things up. <laughs> Gary Cocker. Hello. And. <laughs> Craig Fowler. Good, good. Oh, you never guess it's the end of the season, would you? <laughs> yeah. a strong start for Gary. Yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> <Just laughs> completely froze because somebody asked him his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mailbag edition. <laughs> Right, so I think we'll just get to it because we've got quite a lot uh, to get through. Uh, James Guthrie with the first one out. Do you think Steve Clark will be Scotland, Kelly or Fulham boss by the time season 1920 comes around? I have these ranked in order of likelihood. Yes, go for it, Gary. Scotland, not a chance. Um, And then I'm going with Kelly in the middle and I think he could be Fulham boss. I suppose you're looking for reasons for this. No, rather no, than just, just no, just keep <laughs> no um, what's so what's the link with Fulham? Is it just paper talk? Is anything he played there for a while talk? and stuff? Yeah, I think there's been paper talk, but I mean, my my thinking is Fulham seems unlikely because Steve Clark isn't one to take rash decisions. If you know what I mean, and if you look at Fulham this season, rash decisions is exactly what that club thinks. So that they're owned by the guy who also runs the uh, Jack- Jacksonville Jag- Jaguars. Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars. You can't say Jaguars. You've got to say Jaguars. Um, I don't know why. Uh, and his son's involved in the run, and it seems a bit erratic. And I think that 
Steve Clark's kind of been burnt a few times uh, by erratic owners, and I think he knows he's quite onto quite a good thing at Kilmarnock. He's you know it's a relationship that works for both of them. So I think Fulham to me seems the least likely. I'll take him as Scotland box. I think yeah, I think the answer's Kelly. Because I don't think he's necessarily going to walk away in the summer. I don't think he'll just suddenly quit and say, that, that's me done, I've done all I can kind of thing. I think no. he'll just stay on until, until, a really until, good job, yeah, until yeah. the job he wants comes up. And I've said before as well, I'm not entirely, I'm not entirely bought into the fact that the praise that Steve Clark gets north of the bottle door for transforming Kamarnock necessarily translates down there. It means fuck all in yeah, England. I, don't, uh, I really don't think that he would have got, for what he's done at Killy, he would get anywhere like a much better job than than what he would have got if he hadn't come to Kelly anyway. So what was his previous work? West Brom and who did he... He got West Brom to their highest ever league who, position. Who, who, who they was finished. his short spell after? Was it Redden? Yes. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So, so like, say when he left Redden, he might have got another job at the bottom of the championship. I think he maybe get now maybe get a job. Middle, middle of the, of the championship. championship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so. Fulham are relegated. Yeah. So they will be in the championship next season. Um, to play devil's advocate... Um, I don't you know, know he, after the... Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely sure they would go for him. Yep. You never know. Okay, uh, Lewis Balfour asks, a special edition of Shag, Mary Kill, John Brown, Mark Hately, Nacho Novo. Now, you found this very tough, didn't you? I found it brutally hard, because I don't think any of them are particularly likeable. Um, That's not what the question is. Well, okay, right, I know, but the idea of doing anything with any of these... Well, I, mean, I think it's Kelly, quite easy, yeah. like, Nacho Novo is the youngest, so Surely want to yeah. shag him. I got, I've gone to uh, marry Nachinovo because I saw him at a, a record event and he seemed to dis- dislike Keith Jackson. So I thought that would be something that we, there's a mutual interest that we have. Whereas <laughs> I don't think I've got much mutually interesting things going on with Bomber Brown or Mark Hately. I went with marrying Mark Hately. Yeah, I've married oh. Mark Hately. Well. Um, because I couldn't marry John Brown. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> yeah. So it was literally that uh, that order. That's basically yeah. the process. I think you've just had the exact same thought process as I have. You have to shag Novo because he looks like he'd probably be a good shag as well. He's fast on the pitch, you might. It might be over quickly. Yeah, well, if I'm getting shagged by Nacho Novo, that's fine with me. Okay. Um, and, yeah, and then it just came to the process of elimination with the other two. I'd yeah. much rather marry Mark Hately than John Brown. That is a fair point. Uh, this one exclusively for Gary from Bitch Boy to Mr. And Mrs. Boy, a son, bitch. Uh, is, uh, is Craig Curran the next te- Tommy Coin? I think this is based on a tweet that I made when we signed him where I said to all the Craig Curran haters out there, remember there was another time that Dundee signed a player from Dundee United in the January transfer window who hadn't performed well for them. The difference between the two is astronomical. <laughs> Craig Curran has had about three shots on target in 14 games, uh, is yet to score, and is one of many players who is contributing to our pending relegation. So I'm going to go with, no, he is not the next Tommy Coy. Succinct answer, yes. well made. Uh, a question from Lewis. What's been your favourite game of the SPL season so far? I find this quite hard because I've not seen... I've not seen as many as last year. Quite obviously, I've not seen as many as last year, but I've actually not seen that many as as many as I'd like at all. Yeah, and most of the really good games that people talked about, I didn't see any of them. So I didn't see Celtic four, Hibs two. I didn't see Aberdeen. Was Aberdeen three, Celtic four? That was good. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, I think there was a couple others that I looked up as well. I was like, not seen that either. So I've got four. Can't really pick between them. Uh, Might actually go with the the game I was. 
first game of the season. First first game I was at Suburban Two Dundee One. It was a really good game. And it, and, was, it, and it was hilarious. Yeah. And, and it set in train a lot of different things. Oh, yeah. It was one of many sliding doors moments, which I know we will get to later. So, uh, I've also got down Rangers one Celtic nil because it's the only old fun game I've actually been to this season. Um, and they're always they're always fun in person, the atmosphere, and plus it was Rangers finally, and it was a good game, very feisty. Um, they always are, and yeah. a, but you know feisty. And the derbies are feisty, but all from derbies actually have a little bit of ability to go with them. Although Hearts one had two is. is uh, Quite a good game, but that, that's not on my list. <laughs> Although I do have Hearts 1 Celtic too, because I thought that was a really good match. Uh, when a lot of people might not have thought it would have been, because Hearts were in a wee bit dodgy form. Lennon coming back, you thought... Yeah, yeah, it was all set. I think yeah, I think that's the thing. Send it off so- as well, last minute goal. So there was enough drama. Penalty as well. Oh, oh, ticking all the boxes. And another one, uh, Hibs 1, Rangers 1. Because the first game against... Just put lots of games for Hibs, for Hibs and Rangers play. Rangers batter Hibs and somehow Hibs away come away with something. This one you saw it coming. It was just so funny when it happened. Yeah, and obviously a guy running on the pitch to yeah to get himself thrown in jail for a hundred days for angrily kicking a ball away. I think that's probably my. It's been my favourite. I wouldn't say it's the best game of the season. Like, but it's all subjective, I suppose. Um, I also really it's not necessarily a league game, but I really enjoyed the League Cup semi final between Aberdeen and Rangers. Again, not a classic in football in terms, no, but, there was, no, but there, it was a. I found it quite an entertaining match to watch, if that makes sense. Yep. I thought Parks, Hearts Park this old this replay might have been okay for the neutral. I don't know. I don't think it was on telly though. Because um, yeah. that had a lot of things. It had parts of going ahead. Thought, oh, Christ, the Hearts going to bottle this. Hearts come back. It's a penalty. Uh, Hearts didn't get a penalty in the second half. Bit of controversy. They miss it. This old then have two penalty claims. Then one of them, which was an absolute stonewaller. And I thought that that had a lot going on. But probably. Thinking back to quality was not great. Not a lot of action, but little quality. The only one Gary, that... let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not been a great season, um, so I've gone with the collector's item, which is the only game that Dundee have won at home all season. <laughs> Dundee 4, Hamilton 0. That's right, one home game all season. £360 well spent. I should add as well that St Mirren... Uh, sorry, Livingston St Mirren from last weekend was, was a good game. Okay. I had four goals, which is the most of any one I've picked. <laughs> Uh, Duncan Cameron asks which Bruce Springsteen song titles best sum up a Scottish football personality club or event um, I'm going to confess here I put this down as something I had to do today and forgot completely all about it um, although I did see for two, uh, just um, the stars have aligned and he's announced that he's got a new album coming out in a, uh, in a few weeks I'm so. sure it'll be brilliant right I've gone for a I mean, you might think that if he goes in a rap direction I don't know there's, I mean, there's, God, anyway, uh, there's, yeah. not, not club comedian. Yeah. There, I've never said I was There are various, <laughs> bringing it back on track, there's various options for Bruce Springsteen, uh, Downbound Train, Dundee Football Club, um, No Surrender, Rangers Football Club. Um, <laughs> 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 you like he wrote those lyrics? Yeah, he did. Um, 10th Avenue Freeze Out, any... Useful Dundee player. Um, I'm just really. This land is your land. There's lots of Bruce Springsteen songs, and I could have come up with a lot better. I've puns. got uh, Jake Mulroney, Born to Run, brackets, and Do Little Else. That's good. Uh, you should check out Bruce Springsteen's Super Bowl performance from a couple of years ago. That was very good. That was very good, entertaining. 14 minutes or so. Um, that's all I've got to add uh, I have a question from Motown Junk for me why doesn't the Caledonia Sleeper serve tenants um, this is because I used to work on the Caledonia Sleeper account uh, I think they rotate their laggers basically that's it 
Um, so there you go. It is uh, a poor that they don't serve tenants. Though. Poor uh, the last time I was on, they serve tenants. Any <laughs> Scottish place that doesn't serve tenants, that is very poor. Especially well, if they serve Carling instead. No, they don't. I don't. I think. They, I, think I don't care where it's coming from, Duncan. If it is a Scottish, I don't work for many. Don't get on my back. Every, everything in Scotland should serve tenants. Okay. Uh, news agents, <laughs> cafes, cafes, uh, Nando's. No. Okay. That is your if you if I become prime minister for a yeah. day sort of thing. Everybody will serve tenants. Uh, okay, and ice cream vans. <laughs> Just that, yeah, all like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. I've actually got to replace water. <laughs> uh, Andrew Muir asks, would you rather fight one Uchi Ik Piezu sized James Forrest or ten James Forrest sized Uchi Ik Pizzus? Uh, and I think this is fucking easy, is it not? Yeah, so yeah, ten, get... ten James Forrest yeah. sized. Yeah, 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 because all they do, the ten of them would back into you <laughs> and then you just step away, they'd fall down and start complaining. They kick them. No, I think. It... Right, so if think so, the James Forrest would now so the ten would now be ten inches. Ten yeah, small. ten ten. But he's not that small. He is smaller. He is small, but he's not that small. It's not like a, a duck and a horse sort of situation. It's only yeah. about a foot of difference. There's ten of them. So I know. I want to fight, fight, fight the big one. Oh, the would you rather? Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. Sorry, I've, I've got this in terms of who batter me more. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd much rather fight just one. I'd just much rather <laughs> fight James Forrest. <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't really that... Sorry, Andrew Miller, that wasn't a really good question, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> question here from uh, a Graham Thewlis. Gary, would you rather, one, go straight down, two, play Dundee United in the playoffs, but with no guarantees, or three, stay up with Billy Dodds in this, as your assistant manager? I've got, <laughs> I've got such an obvious answer for this. I'll take United in the playoffs. Can I tell you why? Yes. I suppose it would help because otherwise it's pretty pointless. Um, because if we manage to make it to the playoffs, that means we've sat Jim McIntyre. If we've sat Jim McIntyre, we've got a chance. And I think so it would. You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. Um, and you know, I'm a man that likes to, you know, put it all on, as Roger Kipling said, you know, one game of pitch and toss. And that's basically what I'm doing here: is saying, why not? 180 minutes. Let's go for it. Give Scottish football a nice ending. Um, I don't want Billy Dawes anywhere near my club ever again, and I don't want to go straight back down. So. Okay. There was, there was a fourth suggestion that you would um, swap clubs again. Is uh, your fourth select, uh, selection? Is that, would you be tempted be, to do that? I'll be having words with Cameron Ritchie about that. Is it not horrendously petty? Which bit? Because the I Billy mean, Dodds thing. This, yeah, I mean, clubs can clubs can suffer relegation, and sometimes it reinvigorates a team and so forth. But Dundee, with the whole stadium thing, really can't afford to be getting relegated. So this is because you not just kind of put it to the side and just give Billy um, Dawes doesn't if man quid, doesn't have a code not give Billy Dawes like eight hundred quid a week. But then the problem is if we say it with Billy Dawes' assistant, he stays and long term him and McIntyre will wreck the club. But also as well as that, Billy Dawes voted to kill the club. Yeah, I'm aware of that. End off. But no, what, that's what, it. But when you stay up with it's not it's Billy Dawes' assistant, but uh, you have um, Pep as your manager. I mean that I'm. I mean, Even, you could say that Billy Dodds is actually the mastermind behind Jim McIntyre's success in his managerial career and your unbelievable pettiness as a sport. You could, well, you could say that the Dundee support have actually relegated Dundee. It's pretty shocking. To I mean, honest. you could say that, but you wouldn't be welcome within certain parts of the city limits again. <laughs> or in my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's completely fine. I have a lot of plan to go to Fife or Dundee. I live in South Queensferry. <laughs> 
Why, why are you challenging Sean McGuigan? <laughs> why? 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 Did, I know you get triggered by it so often. It's so <laughs> South Queen's fair. Uh, yeah, and I won't have to go to Dundee the next season because you won't be in the league that I cover. Well, neither will United if that's your reason, so that's fine by me. Uh, Hector McGregor asks, "Have you got anything nice planned for your summers?" I honestly cannot wait for the summer. I can't. Like, I'm just uh, looking forward to it. I am going to see Hamilton the musical. Oh, again in London. Right. I haven't actually booked tickets yet, but we have planned at some point. They're not very expensive and very hard to get. They're neither of those things, All as right. long as you, because uh, we're going to go in midweek. Right, so okay. it should it's be good. fine. I would it's, it's excellent. And it as a man who appreciates the hip hop, you would really enjoy it too. <laughs> it never sound lighter. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to France for the World Cup. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm just doing Nice. You're doing all three cities. No, I'm just doing Nice and Ren now. You're just doing Nice and Ren, okay. Uh, yeah. And just Graham and Craig Anderson are doing Paris. That'll be nice. Yeah. Look at each other, Go for candle strolls. at dinner. Break I think, I think, uh, I think Graham's fiance is good as well. <laughs> but that's not as fine. Oh, whatever, whatever. So yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I'm thoroughly looking forward to that. Looking forward to covering the, the Women's World Cup in some way while being drunk sunburned. for 10 days. And that's sunburn, hopefully sunburn. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm doing that, and then I'm also going to see the baseball in London. I'm going to see Red Sox Yankees. Uh, I didn't even know there was going to be baseball in London. Yes, yeah. Are Red Sox and Yankees. Yeah. Usually they like give you like a diddy game. I know they're, they're making a serious effort. And is it not usually charging through the fucking is it, nose? Is this one game? Two games. A Saturday and Sunday. Two games. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm doing that, and then I'm flying from London and going for holiday. Great How much? Area, how so. much are they charging? Uh, quite expensive. Like the cheapest ticket is thirty pounds, but there's about like four of those available. Um, right. And, uh, yeah. Um, and it goes up to quite high. So, okay. uh, but they know they can charge. The, the you know baseball fans yeah. in, in Europe have probably been dep- like have never had a game, so people are going to go. They're going to. You know, they're going to. They're going to browse guys. Totally it's like um, I've been to the NFL at Wembley a couple of times, and they just charge through the roof. Yeah. It's really annoying. But uh, it's going to be good. And I'm a Red Sox fan, Wait, so it's good. Capitals. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Adam Corlett asks, given the dilemma Man United fans are facing this week of, uh, have any of you ever had to go into a game wanting your team to lose? And if not, could you ever imagine a scenario on wh- where they would? Um, for me, I've uh, I've talked about this many times, is the Scottish Cup semi-final in 2012. Uh, we were one 0 up against Aberdeen, and then Aberdeen equalised with an absolute worldly from uh, Rory Fallon. And in the next twenty minutes, I was like, "Oh yeah, we are really shite and don't deserve to be here." And then, I, and I did say to my friend at the time, "I really wouldn't mind us losing here today because I don't want to come back through in May and see us get gubbed by Celtic." Because obviously, I drooled out hearts doing anything <laughs> <laughs> the next day, and then and then I was like, oh, "But at least you, know, if we get through, then we'll have Europe. That'll be good and stuff." And then all the stars aligned and created the fucking monstrosity that was the five-one game. So yeah, I don't feel a bad fan for doing it either. Like I was like, yeah, uh, yeah. I I can't think of any time that it's happened. The only scenario I could think of. And it wouldn't even be that you'd want them to lose, but it would be like, well, it's a nice bonus would be if, you know, in Dundee's case, if losing to some team in the future meant something bad for Dundee United. <laughs> that's that's basically it, because in the, uh, I was thinking about Betfred Cup, if you lost and then you went into the, the lower tiers, mm-hmm. if you're looking for some sort of glamour tie, but then that's sort of a bit of a hostage to fortune. Or if you wanted your team to lose to get... 
an easier first qualifying round in Europe instead of second qualifying round, but then that's just stupid. <laughs> so, no. no, is the short answer. I'm only really not bothered about victory if it means that a crap manager will leave. Mm. So, but I never go into really a game wanting them to lose because yeah, I've never gone into it. But it was just never, during you, that game. Yeah, I was you, just you, like, you oh, never know. You never know if you win four 0 or something. You mm. think, well, then maybe they found the formula. Maybe, the, mm. maybe there is a corner to be turned. Uh, but there has been a couple of times during matches where I've decided, nope, that's enough. I don't want us to win this game. So once at club level, once at national level, or twice at national level. Hearts um, 2, Dunfermline 2 in the League Cup <laughs> yeah. last season <laughs> but it was just so clear that Ian Cathro was just so hopeless so I really didn't want us to actually pull that one out and reach the next stage because he would have yeah. stayed in the job I thought like just, just, let's go out let's pull the ripcord yes, like, yeah, let's get it. rid of him right now and he did he was gone within two days it was magic mm-hmm. and I've also got Faroe Islands 2, Scotland 2 uh, yeah. Barry Vokes would get me 2-0 and I was just like I don't want us to come back and get anything in this because I think rubbish it, and yeah. we need to get rid of this rubbish manager. Uh, and and uh, also Kazakhstan game. Yeah. By, the, by the end of that, I would much rather Kazakhstan scored more than <laughs> Scotland pull any back. And that's two other examples I can think of actually. One is Aloha equalised against Dundee very late on when John Brown was manager. And I wasn't happy about it, but I thought, well, silver lining of this is that he'll probably be gone, and he was. Um, and the other one is similar to what Craig was saying if your team is already losing and you've got a shit manager, then seeing it go from 3-0 to 5-0, 6-0, 7-0, which might hasten their departure. Uh, not in Hibbs' case when it was against Malmo. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, no, oh, we, we're going to allow ourselves to get humiliated, are we? We'll get good. good. Uh, another one I've got, this is the only time really before a game. Uh, we played Aberdeen on the same day as Helicopter Sunday. Had we lost like 5-0 or something. And Hibs lost, Aberdeen would have finished above Hibs. So, uh, was, yeah. And Hibs wouldn't have reached Europe. So I wasn't adverse to that idea. But Hearts only lost 2-0. <laughs> Rubbish. And Hibs and Rangers contrived to, yeah. to watch the ball uh, not move for a while. Uh, Mark McDonald asks, How far down will Jim McIntyre have to take Dundee until journalists admit that County did the right thing to get rid of him? They will never admit it. Because what they will do in this case is say, oh, well, if you had Billy Dodds, it would have been all so different. Yeah, that's true. So they'll just never admit it. And they'll always be able to turn around and go, top six in the cup. So McIntyre will have to so, flame out at his next job before everybody... And even then, I don't think anybody will actually go back and say it. Right. Because yeah. it's not... You only get that kind of revisionism if you're talking about Celtic or Rangers. If it's Ross County, most people... Also, he, he, ha- he also has his mates as well. So, in the, like, you... It's, yeah. Like, you... Yeah, Cathro, uh, Neil, can be... Doesn't have any mates. Doesn't have any mates. Except Austin McPhee. Uh, Chris McCall asks, "Why is orange jam called marmalade?" The, my response to that is, "There is a filthy joke about this that I'm not going to say on the air. But if anyone wants to know it, they can approach me and buy me a pint and tell on it, or slide into your DMs." No, because then it's because like, then someone, <laughs> someone can screen grab and then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is this what the purpose of the question is? Because I don't eat. I don't know. Like I don't know. I think it's just a general question for like they don't know. We have to be about football. I think I know the joke. That's good. That's I'm not going to tell it. I don't get it. Okay, uh, move on. Uh, a question from Richie, inspired by Fowler's daily conversations with extreme polls. What is your favourite Twitter page account person and why? I've got two. Um, one of them is Ireland Simpsons fans. Mm-hmm. Good memes. And the other relating to that is 
um, and this is terrible content because I can't remember his handle, but it's the guy who was on Ketamine when he met the President of Ireland. Oh, um, Seamus. Seamus. He's got a good piece today in the Guardian about Derry. Yeah. So if you Google Guardian, Derry and Seamus, then you should find him. Yeah, he's got an excellent thread where he basically tells the story and it still reduces me to tears. It is quite. It is a very good one when yeah. he takes Ket and has to meet the president of Ireland. Fowler uh, is Extreme Polls your favourite nominee? Or you uh, yeah, probably. I actually just read one out. Um, uh, Eighty grand, uh-huh. but you can never read a book again for the rest of your life. This includes audiobooks. I've already answered this one, and it was the easiest. Yeah, easiest for you, it's a very easy one. Gary, Duncan reads a book. Duncan reads books like people drink glasses yeah. of water. No, I wouldn't take it. You wouldn't take it. No. See, it's tempting. Because you don't necessarily have to stop reading. You can just, just read very kind of long-form magazine publications and you still be a, a learned man and still enjoy that. And it is 80 grand. You can... It's not exactly retirement money, but it's money that really can improve your quality of life if you invest that money wisely. So it's, it's a difficult one. Uh, but in the end, I didn't did take it as well. Yeah. See, I'm sorry, I leave it as well. The controversial answer I would have for one that you would definitely have said leave. They had one that was the equivalent of that, but it was for films, so you can never watch a film again. Yeah, and I, I would, left that as well. Yeah, I would be, depending on the amount of money, I'd be tempted to take it. Because I, I do watch films, but I'm not, I was I'm not as bothered by it. There's a lot of TV these days. Yeah. It. I would actually cut down like my ever-growing like, like yeah. list of stuff on yeah. Netflix and stuff and DVDs. I, just, I have to get rid of them, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, uh, I couldn't take that money because uh, my five thousand five hundred uh, Twitter followers would miss my rev- movie review so much. Especially Alistair Heller, he, he yeah. really, really appreciates. He them. really enjoys them. My uh, favourite account, and you'll have seen me retweet quite a lot, I think, is Mondo Mascot, which is a, ga- a guy who yeah. uh, loves, uh, who just highlights the use of mascots in Japanese life, uh, and some of them are fucking mental. Like today's latest one was a. Uh, a, a, a mascot bear on your boxer shorts that comes out to, <laughs> that, that is that hides, but when you move the thing, when you take your dick out to take a pee, the bear appears. Um, there's ones that are a panda that wrestles, all sorts of stuff. It's it's great content, and it just it's just a bit surreal and just uh, makes life a little bit better. Another good uh, Twitter account is Florida Man, which they also have one, I think, now, Dundee, Dundee Man. Dundee Man's uh, and it's the world's worst superhero and it's all these headlines from courts about, yeah, you know... like a Dun- a Dundee Man caught yeah. uh, shagging bridge and sort of things like that. There's a guy yeah. wanking in the supermarket, not Dundee. Well, yeah, but if it's, like, basically, if it's Dundee Man is in the headline, then that is all... That, that's it's all the, the same guy. Accounts, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've gone also uh, throwing Simpsons SPFL. Yeah, yes, it's still solid. going strong, solid, uh, I'll, I'll and not run by anyone from the terrace. So you make no, it's definitely not run by me. I don't understand why anybody thinks I'm that funny. You surely are listening to this podcast. Uh, I also really like uh, the Simpsons Island Island Simpsons fans. I think it's called. Uh, he literally just... said that like Sorry, a, few, a few minutes ago. Um, and Chris Morris bits. Oh yeah, that's yeah. And uh, Robert Bosswick. All right, suck up. Yeah, that's. Of all of us, he's probably got the best Twitter game. He definitely does. Yeah. His is refined, but well, not... Well, except for Mike, but he's probably no, got the second no, no, best no, Twitter game. Well, no, because he doesn't do movie reviews. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, I would I would agree. He does it for, he does it for the masses. Craig Telfer's is, is uh, refined, but very for a very particular Craig, audience. Craig Anderson is the sniper rifle of Twitter. <laughs> yeah, as well. He just yeah. waits silently until someone makes a total tit of themselves and yeah. he takes them out immediately. Yeah. Uh, Joe's decent as well. 
And if we've not mentioned your name, buck up your fucking ideas. <laughs> Connell Tracy asks, <laughs> strangest interaction with a player. Uh, he once heard of Jason Cummins wandering around the MAGA strip shouting his own song. That doesn't sound unsurprising. I've got three stories. Can I bet that one of them is... Ryan McGowan. No, it's not the best Ryan McGowan interaction for the terrorists these days. Yeah, I know. Absolutely usurped by uh, Graham Fields. I'm very annoyed that uh, Graham asking Ryan about the time he bought me a drink was not in the final cut. Did it not make it? Did not make the cut. Uh, Ryan McGowan said, well, he never bought me one back. He owes me one back. That's fine. Ryan, if you're listening, you you want to go for a pint sometime in Edinburgh, I'll happily buy you loads of pints. Don't drink them. Duncan McKay is raging me right now. Because he's a Hibs fan and Ryan McGowan's um, I don't know, quality, I just, quality content on Twitter sometimes rails you up. I, no, I, well, it's just the neediness of Hearts fans and, and there's a certain amount of their players that are willing to give it to, give it to them on a, a regular basis. Like Danny Granger, another one, an absolute non-entity. Oh yeah, like former Hibs players. Uh, aye, but not as much. Uh, Tam McMahon is quite bad for it, let's be honest. But uh, aye. And Stephen Elliott, he's another one. Is it Stephen Elliott? Yes. Aye. Alright mate, give it up. Right, I've got three. I can't say the name of the players from two of them. That's okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, one of them uh, was a former Celtic fringe player who once asked me if I have had any coke on me. I did not. Uh, I'm not going to divulge the name. It's actually quite a boring name. Like, like I'd say, it's a proper fringe player. I don't, I'm not a particularly interested in time at Celtic. Would you say fringe by all I think is Simon Donnelly back, <laughs> back Simon in the Donnelly. 90s? But that's, no, it's not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Simon Donnelly definitely does not go looking for class A drugs. No, no. Um, no, it was, yeah. It's, yeah. it's actually much more interesting if I just leave it as Celtic yeah. fringe player than actually say this person's name. Um, the second one is a Hearts player. Again, I'll, I'll not name, but uh, I was talking, I was standing outside, I was saying, why not? Uh, and I was talking to Eggert Johnson and another Hearts player, wasn't McGowan, I think it might have been Andy Driver. Name drop? I was covered under the 19th at the time, so Eggert yeah. Johnson knew, knew who it was. Um, I think I was talking, it might, no, it might be McGowan, I don't know. Anyway, Johnson is somebody else. And this Hearts player yeah, comes, uh, he was a senior player at the time, he was on the team. Uh, comes staggering over to Edgar, who's steaming, and he says, uh, uh, Edgar, he's a Johnny. And Edgar, Edgar says, Fuck off, I've already given you one. And he's like, I know, but she's gagging on it. <laughs> it's like, Aww, no. <laughs> I cheer you on every Saturday. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> I'm grimacing, but also we'll be asking who this person was as soon as, as, soon as we stop recording. Okay. That and one you, is more interesting, but I'm not, yeah. nobody slid in my DMs, I'm yeah. not telling you. Um, and the final one is uh, Jay McDonald. So I can tell us because this, this paints a bit, of, a bit of light than the other two. <laughs> so I was on a night with Jay McDonald and Jack Hamilton, just through my girlfriend, uh, was used to be quite close friends with Jack Hamilton's fiance. So she was invited to her birthday party, I was invited along. Uh, just chatting to two of them, alright, both really nice guys, uh, me and Jay McDonald, just chatting for ages. We also went, I also went to the dance floor with Jack Hamill at one point, so reeking, I was, I guess the last time I've drank that much vodka. Vodka's not good for you, don't drink vodka. And, uh, I, was, I was talking to Jay McDonald for ages and he, <laughs> he gave me his number. So it was like the next day, I was like, talking to my dad, I was like, what, what Jay McDonald's number? He's like, 
Have you taken? Should I mention? No, but like, what do you do with this? What do you do when you have another guy's number? You just want to be pals with Had a great time with you last night. Let me know if you want a coffee or a pint or something. That's the thing. Like, all, like after a certain age, like how do you make yeah. friends with people? Like, I quite like to be pals with Jamie McDonald, yeah. but I don't want to seem needy. <laughs> so how I'm many recaps did you go? It didn't actually happen. Then like, oh, no, I've sent him a Facebook message eventually because I had lost my phone shortly oh. after. Uh, eventually, sent him a Facebook message that he blanked it. So. You need to you need to get like when that when it's he was maybe drinking a bit as well. You need to but be. He always comes to see me every time I'm, I'm at a killing game and he's like does a media duty. He always okay. comes to say hello. And the last time was when Hearts won the early in the season, and I was even like he was speaking to other press and I was doing evening news stuff. So I had my back to him. And he made an effort to come over and say hello, and he says, "Oh, we need a pint sometime." And I just felt like saying, "We've been through this already, Jamie." <laughs> you've hurt me. You've hurt me once. I'm not having my heart broken again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm, I won't be able to follow that. But Gary, on you go. Uh, aside from my two appearances on A View from the Terrace, the hit TV show adapted from the podcast, where I played chess with Ziggy Gordon and uh, took Oliver Bazanich to Gorgie City Farm. Um, the other one I could think like a good of. Lad, Bazanich. He is. He's a nice guy. Right. Yeah. He's he's got quite a young daughter, um, so. I think he was. He just picked her up or dropped her off. So I reckon he'd be very good at sending. Honestly, moving swiftly on. Strangest interaction um, in early 2014. I was in a nightclub in Dundee, and one of my mate's sisters came up to me and said, "Gary, there's this guy trying to chat me up, and he claims he plays for Dundee." And I was like, "All oh, right, okay." So I was quite excited by this prospect. I go over, and it's fucking Luka Tankulic, and so I had a chat with him. It was. A couple of days after we lost 6-2 at Tanadice, um, so being pretty drunk, I gave it all. Oh, no, no, don't don't worry. Listen, you tried your best. You scored a goal. Just being absolutely thirsty and really embarrassing. He said, oh, yes, um, I have a few of our friends here. Thomas Conrad's here. Great, love Thomas. And Arvind is here, a.k.a. Arvind Schenk. I just walked off. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Um, that's about the only time that I've bumped into a player. I bumped into Peter McDonald's in... Another Dundee nightclub the day after we won the league, and uh, went up to him, said congratulations, and he just totally rubbered me. So, yeah, I mean, from from my perspective, it will not be surprising if you've seen what uh, I'm generally like in real life on the TV show. I kind of freeze a lot and get awkward when I see football people, uh, and uh, so yeah, I, I tend just to avoid them. Or uh, surely, the strangest moment meeting a footballer is uh, meeting Graham Smith with a stupid camera on your head. That, I mean, that was, yeah, I was pretty <laughs> nervous about that whole experience and then it wasn't helped by Duncan sticking a fucking camera on my head. Um, but he was late out, so it was, it was building, it was getting more and more tense. Uh, and so t- generally what happens is that uh, <laughs> I only, <laughs> like... <laughs> he's famous, right? Um, is that I only clock that it's people after like a few seconds after they've gone past me so like uh, I saw Paul Heckenbottom last week in Asda uh, my local Asda but it was only like after he was halfway up the aisle I was like oh that was Heckenbottom and I wasn't going to go and chase after him and be like appreciate what you're doing to the club yeah, my uh, best pal was uh, coming out of Tesco I think after one in the Scottish Cup mm. and uh, other hearts I think it was that date uh, so he had the hearts mm. I think tied around his seat and then uh, Valdis Ivanovskis just stepped out of the taxi and like he's literally just walking like, walking right towards her because Valdis sees the heart so he just opens up his arms and just gives him a mate a cuddle <laughs> that's nice that's good that's good uh, moving on Ross P what's the best flavour of pot noodle what's the spicy one Bombay bad boy mm. yeah that yeah. I like spicy stuff 
Especially needles. Yeah. I've never had a pot needle. You've never, you've never ever had a pot needle. Never had a pot needle. Did you never. not go to university? Yeah. But so I how, just, <laughs> how did you not even accidentally have one? Because they, they just never, not they just never appealed to me. Like I was just, it's never been in enough. What? Was it? Like what? I never really liked the smell when this I is, saw the. This people. is almost as weird as Joel saying yesterday that he's never ironed anything before in his life. What? Yeah. Mm, that, does, that does not surprise me that Joel has oh, not it? ironed anything in his life like that. I mean, look, look at the state of the boy. Like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> come on, but uh, aye, but that, that yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, that doesn't Those surprise me. Noises. I know. <laughs> that, I was just thinking through Joel. Like I was like, does he? What? How does he? Does he ever just put it under the mattress and sleep on that, or just he just? Mum and dad does it. Top, oh, well, yeah, okay. Top tip for you. He's you do, I know, but I mean, no, no, he's, he's that. He loves at home. Like, come on. Like, if you do need to get your wrinkles out of a shirt, shower. Yep, put it in the shower when you're having a shower. The steam will do wonders ah, for it. Um, I'm not too keen on pot noodles, but when I was on a flight back from Prague recently, I had a kabuto noodle, which is it was chicken flavored and it was quite nice. And I got a free one in my HelloFresh delivery last week. So that's my recommendation. Yeah, it was noodles. I can't remember the name of them now. You get them in supermarkets. They're like Asian noodles. They're, they're kind of with a goal or something like that. They're yeah. nicer than pot noodles. Lewis Wilson Markham asks, if the leeks from Premiership League 2 were a four-layered cake, what flavour would they be? So I'm not This b- was too difficult for me. I'm I was not, just like, I was I'm like, not big on um, flavours of cakes where there are all these counts. So I just thought I basically would ice cream. Um, <laughs> But the I, saw, I saw what this question was, and in a politician's answer, I'm going to answer the question that I thought I was asked. <laughs> uh, um, they might all be cake flavours, you probably can make yeah. them into cake flavours. Yeah. So lead two, I've gone for dark chocolate. Okay. It's a bit harsh, um, but... It, it's acquired taste. It, uh, yeah. it does have its qualities. Yeah. Uh, League one, vanilla. It's not been that interesting this season in League one. The relegation race is quite interesting, but apart from that, a wee bit boring. Yeah. Uh, championship, I've gone for pistachio. Uh, you shouldn't think it should be nice, but it is. It's the championship this year. Not a lot of quality on show. I don't think the teams at the top, I don't think any of them, are equipped right now to give a good account of themselves in the Premiership next season. I think they'll need to fully strengthen their squad. Ross County are winning the league and looking to do some semi-comfortably. And their midfield three will be Ian Vigers, Ross Draper and Liam Lindsay. Um, not Liam Lindsay, Jim Lindsay. Yeah. That's not great. So, no, I think they'll be looking to Uncle Roy to... Yes, yes. Uh, but uh, pistachio all the same. And uh, Premiership, the cream of the crop, the absolute best, is chocolate caramel. However, it is fucked up a little bit by some mint bits thrown in. Those uh-huh. green mint bits. <laughs> oh, like what you've done there. Yeah. Uh, I have gone with carrot cake for the Premiership. Why? It's my favourite type of cake. Really? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, championship, I've gone with coffee and walnut. Because depending on the slice you get, it could either be great or it could be absolutely hellish. I like coffee cake. Yep. Uh, League One. League One, I've gone with a birthday cake, just your plain Madeira cake, because as you say, it's sort of been a fait accompli from the beginning. And League Two, I've gone with red velvet, because I've never tried it. Uh, like I said, I, this went over my head and there was too much going on with it. Uh, Kirsty asks, Fowler, what does your tattoo say? Damn it, I was hoping to run out of time. <laughs> um, right, the tattoo uh, in Spanish says La Isla Blanca, eh, Sigur Joven y Viva para Siempre. And uh, in Spanish, that doesn't mean anything, really. The White Islands. <laughs> yes. Something it's basically forever. basically a rough translation. Of, uh, it says the White Island, stay young and live forever. But there's no... 
there is no Spanish translation for that. Is the tattoo artist explained to me? But I was like, ah, fuck it, get it on there. <laughs> okay. So Spanish people look at my tattoo and go, cool. what? <laughs> James N. Kirk says, what's the biggest sliding door moment for your team this season? Well, I've got two. As do I. Okay. Uh, let's go like Fowler you go one get right. a guy no no I'm going to do my two at the same time alright okay my oh. number one is you'll see why in a second okay. my number one is Stephen Naismith getting injured against Celtic yeah. my number two is Stephen Naismith getting injured against Celtic <laughs> <laughs> that was good I enjoyed that I also have two because it's two penalties Sophie and Musa missed a penalty at one all against St Mirren in the opening game of the season yep. had he scored that who knows maybe Jack Hamilton wouldn't have slipped on the ball yeah. maybe St Mirren wouldn't have won that Maybe um, things would have gone better. Probably yeah, wouldn't have. No, probably just have three more points. That's 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 but, yeah, but we'd have we'd have two more, and Samir would have one less. So it would, uh-huh. even if nothing else changed, no, you'd have it three would. Samir would have three less. Oh yeah, because it's not a draw to win. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be brilliant. That's definitely the biggest oh my God, one. Um, the, the, the poverty of your ambitions. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just the, set up for two yeah. points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting an extra point. 33% more points. Magic. And the other one is another penalty. Kenny Miller's last minute miss against Kilmarnock. Andrew Nelson decided to celebrate with a knee slide against Livingston. It wasn't a knee slide. He jumped up in the air and oh, landed badly. Yeah. Not doing that. Yep. And appointing Jim McIntyre. So there's plenty of... There's a lot of sliding doors. It's a big revolving door of hitting me in the face repeatedly. So my uh, side note is what if Leanne Dempster hadn't been at the HTC that Friday where it all kicked off and Camberry had been... But nothing um, happened. Nothing happened, Duncan. Your manager neither quit, neither resigned nor responded. I know, so, well, yeah, exactly. But, still in uh, but, but if, if our chief executive hadn't been there that day... <laughs> to, to witness nothing happened. To witness nothing where nothing did happen and, and no star striker walked out and went home... Um, then Neil Lennon would be still in charge and that, that is quite a slight door in terms of what's happened elsewhere. Yeah, I like that. Like I like that alternate universe. Yeah, yeah. And but you're bottom six. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> toiling, toiling. Uh, and I don't have to suffer what's happening, what's going to happen this Sunday. Oh, yeah. Uh, James M. Kirk with another question. What is your favourite TV show adapted from a podcast? I think we're pretty unanimous in this. No, I was going to give a more interesting answer. Okay. Another one. Uh, no such thing as the news. That doesn't sound as good as a view from the terrace. No. <laughs> right, can we give different answers on a view for the terrace? Will you seriously just answer the view for the terrace for this? Yes. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Right, uh, no such thing of as course. the news. Absolute brand loyalty here. Like, uh, no such thing as the news is uh, adapted from No Such Thing as the Fish podcast. Okay, no yeah. such thing as the fish is uh, the QI elves. Yeah. Uh, so the people that do the research for QI, they've done No Such Thing as the News, which was basically the four of them um, in front of a studio audience, but they would basically be looking at the kind of taking that facts um, and research mm-hmm. and, and putting it into the, the latest stories that had happened in the week. And it was quite entertaining, and I think it's finished now, but uh, I quite enjoyed it. I still listen to the podcast. Uh, I, I listen to the podcast, and I find it a little bit too smug, but um, that's just for me. And it doesn't sound as good as a view from the terrace, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Peter and Elliot had similar questions um, about the championship. Peter asked, how should the teams that finish 5th and 6th in Championship feel about the season when it's done? An acceptable finish just outside the playoffs or narrowly avoiding relegation? And Elliot asked, who the hell is going to finish ninth and 10th in the Championship this season? My answer is one massive shrug. <laughs> like I'm just like, I don't know. 10th is pretty obvious. Now, following last night. 
And in fairness to Elliot, I think he put this yeah, question yeah, yeah. before yeah, yeah. this will be here. Um, I think so. Right. So answer the first question: fifth and sixth. Right. I, I think everybody outside the top four should be uh, disappointed whether they're yeah relieved and, and mm-hmm. disappointed with their season because literally everybody outside the top four <laughs> is is in trouble again. Really. Yeah. Uh, even still yeah. <laughs> with two games to go yeah, which is mental so anytime you're in any sort of bother about getting relegated you should take a hard look at your, yourself and your team and look to fix things next season so I don't think anybody should be particularly pleased with finishing in those positions as for 10th and 9th I am going to go for Falkirk to finish bottom and <laughs> oh yeah Kick Telford just got an erection somewhere yeah. and he doesn't even know why. And Yeah, because he won't be listening. That's for sure. He never listens. Yeah. And then ninth, uh, I'm going to go for Aloha. I think they've had their... Their, 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 their wee burst. Their, yeah. yeah. And I think, that I think, they'll, I think they'll finish ninth, but I think they'll be safe in the playoffs. Um, well, they'll definitely beat Wraith Rovers if they come up yeah. against them. It's whether they beat Montrose, I think. I've seen yeah, them, huh? I, would think, I think they'll be all right. No, yeah. I don't know. Tough game. Uh, I agree with you that it's going to be a mixed bag, a curate's egg for whoever does finish fifth and sixth. But you love the phrase curate's egg. I do. Yeah. It's good. Um, but for me, you don't need that to, to talk, do you? I don't. But I like looking at it. I was just going to see how many questions were left. You don't have to stop. Keep talking. I need it. I need it right here. How can you do this to me? Um, yep. Yeah, I think, given how tight it is, I think they'll just overall be pretty relieved. Um, tenth. It's almost certainly going to be Falkirk because they have, I think it's County and United yeah. in the final two games of the season. Um, and even if United are resting players um, for the playoffs and County take their foot off the gas a little bit, they're still there than Falkirk. They're still Falkirk. <laughs> um, so I think they're definitely going to finish bottom. As for second bottom, sick of, stick the tail on the donkey, whoever that donkey might be. I think Alwa might have ran out of a bit of steam, but I'm just going to pick Greenock Morton. Well Let's go with them. Why not? Well, well done. Uh, we'll do th- we'll do this two more, and then we'll uh, move on to the uh, Patreon if you want to listen to the rest. So, Dov B asks, "Do you think the Scottish leagues uh, would benefit from merging the four into two? No, no, no. I used to. I used to be a massive proponent of the of, of doing that, and Why? Uh, because I think I get a bit, a bit bored of playing the same teams yeah, four times. So there's there's boredom factor. Uh, and I did think for a while there was maybe a development uh, argument you could make for if you've got less to play for, then you, you're uh, more likely to, to uh, bleed in young players. But I think the current setup is working at the moment. I think that's I all think we it's, can say. It's like, but also, like, it's, we, been we over, it's, all, it's been over 30 years since, we, we, since we've had 16 teams. I think it's one of these things that people... Uh, think will be a great idea and then within the probably about two seasons of it people will be like and it'd have to be, oh no so shy it does have to be bigger than 16 as well it'd have to be 20 well um, yeah, yeah I mean yeah. unless you want to expand the cup competitions or whatever yeah, yeah. the other thing is at the moment there's something for every team in every league to play for to aim for if you're in the three lower leagues you're thinking well want to get into the playoffs or yeah. avoid relegation Champions League for example you can either get relegated or you can get promoted <laughs> yeah Literally every team is yeah. in that position right now and we're nearly in fucking May yeah. Yeah. and I think uh, I think people like the the split now. Yeah, I think we've had a I few years I, now yeah, where people I, have seen the yeah, real benefit the, of it. Yeah, so. the split. And also, just the, the the playoffs has introduced more, and also down at the bottom as well, that, that you're in the position where actually you can have 
you can League Two, you've got the possibility Elgin never go anywhere in League Two, but you know, this idea that actually next season you could have two teams come from League One and a team from either the Highland, uh, Highland League or Lone League be promoted. You've got three new teams out of ten, which is actually a big churn for a league like that. I think a lot of the previous call for a bigger league comes from the fact that the bigger leagues in the world, so the, the better leagues in the world are all bigger. Um, but, but they're bigger because uh, of population yeah and, and stuff yeah but I think um, Scottish I think there's been a change in, in attitudes when it comes to Scottish football and fans kind of accepted Scottish football for what it is and so I don't think we should therefore look to a league like England and say we wish we were like theirs because now in the English football in the English Premier League you're either in trouble getting relegated or, or you're, you're one nothing. of the top six teams. Or you're and, nothing. Uh, yeah, and otherwise, mm-hmm. what the fuck does your season even yeah. mean? And, and even I think he means to get further. The championship is because the money involved in the Premiership. So you've got clubs like Derby losing like £3 million a month. Yeah. Like, the, there's so many basket case financial, clubs financially down there. Um, I, think, I, th- I think in the long run, I think we're going to do all right. Because as well, like our football, our quality of football isn't going to be as good. So I think we do need to do other things to make it more interesting. I think yeah. the split kind of does that in a, a shorter league. It, it, yeah, it's not great to play the same teams that many times a season. But like you say, after a couple of years, it would get old that yeah. you've replaced two games against Hibs with two games think, against um, Falkirk. Yeah, and I think the, the 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 four times a season thing isn't too bad. It's it just it's worse when you happen to get drawn with them in two cup yeah, competitions yeah. or whatever like, but I think there's that repetition where you play each other but we need like, the two cups because it gives teams a better chance to actually win something yeah. oh exactly yeah. you wouldn't want to get rid of that but yeah again if you were like a St Johnson fan this season the amount of times you played Celtic like in a row would, or remember Dundee United a few years ago like that, that must have just been uh, really shit basically yeah. I think that could be the last question actually okay yeah that's grand uh, we'll go and do the Patreon uh, sign up at patreon.com forward slash terrace podcast there's lots of good stuff on there um, again release today is the first part of uh, uh, Rangers the unpleasantness era um, with uh, Rangers fan Ewan Taylor where we assess the uh, 28 signings made under the um, so-called banter years and we can get into a wee discussion of why uh, Rangers fans don't consider it to be the banter years um, aside from that the television show adapted from this very podcast uh, A View From The Terrace is on tomorrow night on the BBC Scotland channel at 11 watch it then watch it again on BBC One at 12.05 when it's on and then uh, put your iPlayer on and just keep pressing repeat and yep. watching it time yep. and time again tell your friends to do exactly the same yeah. thing or just uh, because it. it's amazing actually the amount of people have not uh, heard of the TV show yet um, yeah. and just because people have busy lives and but we think it's really great we hope that you think it's really great uh, and yeah that's good uh, so say goodbye Craig goodbye Craig say goodbye Gary I was going to do that joke bye <laughs> I'm Duncan Kai see you later and enjoy your football Fowler's a wank Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.